Welcome to the Liberty Block. I'm Elliot Axelman. We have a great bill that I'm happy to talk to you guys about today. It's called House Bill 1189-1189, and it's been proposed by three of my friends, and I was honored to be involved in the uh, crafting of this bill and the uh, idea behind it, pretty much, that we wrote about three years ago, actually. Three and a half years ago, in the middle of 2018, we published an article on libertyblock.com that I wrote that explained how we can make taxation voluntary and how that would work and why people would be incentivized to pay taxes voluntarily. Yes, to voluntarily pay more taxes to the government. Now, again, there are a few ways of looking at this. One of them is every person who's nonviolent, who's not a criminal, has to make money from others by voluntary means. If the two ways of doing it are using violence or voluntary uh, convincing people to give you money because you're going to give them something in return, then we'd rather the government use, instead of using violence, use voluntary means of exchange by giving people uh, something in exchange for the money they're giving the government. Now, the theory is that we give government money, you know, taxes, it's voluntary, or at least we get something in return, so it, it makes sense. But most of what we get is abuse. So they use the majority of the money to pass laws and to pay their enforcers to abuse us. They wait, use some of it for waste, and they use the smallest percentage to actually help people by building roads and hospitals and all that. But I think that's the smallest of the three different ways they use it. Um, they also give it to you know foreign governments and their cronies and all that. So they, they mostly use it to regulate and abuse us and they waste it. But what if people can give money to the government and get something of equal value in return? Meaning like a real free market transaction. How about that? That's what I do. So when I want to make money, I don't use violence. I don't threaten to kill someone or put a gun to their head or threaten to put them in a cage or actually take them and steal their money by force. I ask them if they would like to buy something. For instance, I've sold books. I've written a few books. And some people want to buy them and some don't. And that's fine. I also offer services as a paramedic or a personal trainer or whatever else I do. Um, I could teach you how to play basic piano stuff or teach you a bit of Espanol. And whatever I do as far as a service or give them a product like my books, they give me money in exchange, right? But the government doesn't do that. Now, what if they could enter advertising? Why would I give the government money if I... If I can get something in return, for instance, Liberty Block, I have this great website, the Liberty Block that you're watching this on. I would love for more people to know about this great website called the Liberty Block, libertyblock.com. Therefore, I would pay a few dollars a month for advertising. Now, I could advertise on TV or YouTube or pay a magazine or pay the local, uh, you know, hooks at a newspaper or something to pay for ads so people can see my great website and a beautiful logo. Or I could pay the government. So it kind of kills two birds with one stone. It pays the government and it funds the government and the great essential services that we all need, like uh, building up my roads and funding bombs or things that we actually need, like a fire department. And I can get publicity around town. So I can kill two birds with one stone. Now, House Bill 1189, and again, my primary camera broke, so the audio is not going to be great here. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. House Bill 1189, proposed by Julia Sodi, Mark Warden, and Michael Yakubovich, three liberty Republicans, really libertarians, would allow people to give the government money in exchange for advertisements on the government websites and or any other way that the government and the private individual or business wants to arrange a contract. So let's read a portion from the bill here. It's a very short bill. It could read the whole bill. Quote, the receipt of a donation under paragraph one shall be noted in the annual report of, you, of the municipality and the name of the donor shall be listed by the governing body on the municipality's website. The governing body may approve suitable recognition 
of donations as they see fit. So, and this has the same thing for municipalities, so towns and cities and counties, and also for the state. So there's two parts of the bill. So the state government can collect this um, voluntary donations, like extra taxes, and they can compensate people for it with advertising them, and the, the towns can do the same thing. So what this is essentially saying is that the governing body may approve suitable recognition of the donations as they see fit. That's saying they will, because otherwise people wouldn't donate, right? So the, the governments would make individual deals, probably individually with, with people who want to donate money, and if they come to an agreement, they'll get the donation. If they don't, they don't. So, for instance, I might enter a negotiation with my town, and I might say, fire department, I want a 12-inch by 6-inch plaque with the Liberty Block logo and the website name, libertyblock.com, on the side of your fire trucks and ambulances for the next month, and I'll give you 75 bucks. They may counter with, okay, we'll do that for 100 bucks. And then I might counter offer for 90 bucks, and then we might settle on that for that exact thing. And, you know, like any other contract, we'll have all the terms. And I'll give them a logo and they'll put it on the side of the truck for a month. Or they might say, you know, it puts a lot to put a plaque on a truck. Can we do it for at least six months? Then we'll negotiate that. And I'll say, okay, I'll do 70 bucks a month for six months and we'll do that, right? So we'll negotiate. And, and naturally, the way the free market works is competition. If there's demand, which there will be for this, because people want to fund the government so they look good, but also to get advertisements out there for their business. This will drive the price up to a certain point. There will be price discovery naturally in the market. And a one-month spot of 12 inches by 6 inches on our town's fire truck might end up going for 80 bucks a month or 100 or 1,000. I have no idea. But it's money. It's definitely going to be real money. It may not be a trillion dollars a year. It might be in the millions or billions for the state. Now, the state really only has to raise like $3 billion a year. Now, considering that the state government has plenty of you know website pages, but also tons of vehicles. I don't know if it's hundreds or thousands, but the state government owns a lot of vehicles, a lot of buildings, you know, half the buildings in Concord, a lot of space, and, and really all the roads. So they can use all of those places as essentially billboards to rent them out to advertisers. And there's no way the state government can't make $3 billion a year. Now, all of this is radical. People don't want to see private business names and logos and websites on government public stuff. Okay, well, number one, it's better than being taxed. I would rather see a few ads. And it's not even like YouTube, intrusive ads, so I can't watch a video. It's things that you can tune out, right? It's not like blocking your video you're specifically looking at. It's things out there you can ignore, like a billboard. We've all seen billboards. We mostly ignore them. They really don't bother us. They're not as bad as commercials on TV. So there's that. But also, it's already being done. Wait, what? It's already being done? What do you mean? Have you ever seen the Manchester police? Yeah, you probably have. Uh, Manchester police, if you've seen those sponsor a highway, adopt the highway signs, that's exactly what I'm talking about. People pay a few bucks to advertise their business per, you know, for every month or year or whatever. If you've ever been to New York or even the Manchester buses and Nashua buses, they have ads all over them. MTA has more buses. In New York City and New York State, they're probably making billions a year in ads because those ads are seen by billions, meaning they're like high-priced billboards, right? They're, they're billboards, that's all. They're rolling around. They're seen by millions of people a day. So they probably, they probably make billions for the city and the state of New York. Manchester buses, I believe, have ads on them and the bus stops as well. The Nashua bus system as well, Nashua transit system, I believe, has ads on their buses and or bus stops. Um, we have over here a picture in the article of a, a park bench of what potentially could be, you know, libertyblock.com. I would pay a few bucks for, to put that on every bench in, in the state for a few bucks a month. And if you want a bit higher, great, the government gets even more money and it's voluntary. You're not stealing from anyone by force, by forcing them to or threatening to put them in jail, right? But yeah, yeah. anyway, in this article here, and I'll link the article to the podcast and vice versa, I have a picture that I, I took on my own phone, so I own the picture, thank God. And it's of the Manchester police. They have some mounted units, I guess, and one of their horse trailers, I believe. They have over here, let me see if I can zoom in. Right, let me see if I can blow this up here really quickly. Because I want to show you who bought ads 
on the Manchester police meeting. You know, they paid the Manchester police and they got ads. So this is all voluntary. Here it says, proudly sponsored by OutdoorPride.com. Not sure what that is. Manchester Community College. So yeah, MCC. You know, private institution, I believe, bought an ad space on the trailer. And this this is big. This is one or two feet by like three or four feet. So it's a big plaque on the side of the trailer, just like I was talking about. And also members first credit union, I believe. So I believe that's a credit union also on this Manchester police. Yeah, it says mounted unit there. So it's for the horses. So there's that. I also have a few other ideas in this article. One of them is the the lottery tickets that the state government sells. And I think all 50 state governments sell lottery tickets. That's another great way. The lottery is also making millions of dollars. But that's another amazing way that they can make money voluntarily, right? And fund their own stuff. But you can take it a step further. That lottery ticket, every lottery ticket is seen by some number of people, right? Um, maybe everyone who buys one lottery ticket sees one, but they throw it on the floor. They give it to friends. It's seen by a few people. You have millions of lottery tickets. You're being seen by millions of people in New Hampshire and the whole New England maybe, right? We can rent out ad space. It costs nothing. You're printing it anyway. It has a lot of colors on it. You can sell out ad space, rent them on every lottery ticket. And again, I would pay, meaning my business, meaning other businesses would probably pay as much or more, bid it up and let the highest bidder win for ad space on a lottery ticket, right? So everything the state government owns, lottery tickets, uh, buses, vehicles, buildings, and even the roads, everything, you know, the overpasses that are seen by, by thousands of commuters a day, rent them out. If they do this, I guarantee they can make $3 billion a year. Probably 5, 10, 50, 100, maybe $100 billion a year, right? The state government, essentially, the state government's budget is $6 billion a year. It's complicated because... $3 billion they tax and spend from state citizens. Another $3 billion roughly comes from D.C. because D.C., remember, taxes us all with federal taxes, at least until we secede from the union. And that's another bill we'll talk about, CACR 32, to leave the union. But for now, the federal government taxes everyone in the United States, puts it in a big pool, sends back $3 billion to New Hampshire and a few billion to every other state. But there are conditions attached to that money, obviously. So really, all things considered, the state government, I think, only has to raise around $3 billion. And not to be an a-hole, but if I were governor, I could raise $3 billion like this. I would just rent out. Again, if, I, if you have a million billboards, I'm not special. Anyone can do this. If they have a million billboards, anyone can make $3 billion a year, right? So depending on how many people see the billboards, but in New Hampshire, there are plenty of commuters, and people will see the billboards. In the, you know, in the big cities like Manchester, those big things are being seen by thousands of people a day, right? So people would pay for that prime real estate billboards. So let's see if I have anything else in the article as far as the bill... Yeah, so, I mean, I guess the final thing is a call to action. As always, the legislation will have a public hearing sometime soon, maybe in the next, um, probably starting the earliest in two weeks from now, but it could be anywhere from two, four, five, six weeks. Um, it'll be in the House Ways and Means Committee. They handle taxes and everything. You can email House Ways and Means Committee, the N sign, at leg.state.nh.us. So, and I have that here on the article. Email them. That, that email will go automatically to everyone in the committee. And you can also email your state reps. So that one is done with the committee. And a few weeks after that, it'll be on the House floor for a vote. If you, if everyone watching this video, listening to this podcast, emails their state reps, it will pass. This bill, unlike some of the others, um, as far as CACR 32, has a very good chance to pass the House. It's It doesn't hurt anyone. It's not that radical. It just allows the state government and, and cities to do kind of what they already do. As we've seen with Manchester and, and Hooksa told me, a councilman told me that they do. Um, they already accept donations. They can recognize people with a plaque. It's not that big a deal. The state government, I believe, also can do it. This kind of just um, clarifies that they can do it, makes it clear, and I guess encourages them in some way, encourages them to do this. So it's not a radical bill. That being said, it's kind of radical because this is the beginning of the end of mandatory taxation as we know it. So so I could totally see this bill passing. If it gets to the news desk, I'll probably sign it. It literally just allows for the state 
and towns to uh, offset taxes with voluntary donations. People want to pay above and beyond their taxes. So it's very simple in that regard. And in the bill, I mean, I have the bill here, and, and I'll link to it in the article and in the show notes. In the bill, it says that the money given to them should be used to reduce the amounts raised through property taxation. So, or, you know, build new projects or maintain parks or anything. But it seems like the people, it's not that clear in the bill, but the people um, can say that they want the money to be used to reduce taxes uh, for the town or, or the state. So it's essentially uh, offsetting taxes. So if it's, it's so it's saying they can't spend above and beyond is what I'm trying to say. If they raise, you know, a billion dollars from this program, they can't say, oh, now we get a billion dollars more to spend. No, it's not a billion dollars. It's not extra on top of taxation. This should replace taxation. So I'm glad I was going to call Julius and, and tell him we need to amend the bill. But I saw that that was in the bill. And hopefully that's clear enough. Uh, maybe we can amend it to make it a bit clearer. But but it seems like that's clear enough that if this bill passes, the money won't be used as uh, extra fund money for government agents. Because we know they'd love to spend and waste that and give it to their friends. But it'll offset taxation and keep the state budget the same. And again, in New Hampshire, we are the biggest budget hawks in the world, the biggest fiscal conservatives in the universe. And, and if the state budget overall or any town budget, there are hawks watching it. If it increases year over year on the spending side, people will know and they're going to stop it. Like the state budget has not increased in years. Our town budget has been a default budget for years, meaning it's not really increasing. So people in New Hampshire are the most fiscally conservative. So that's all I have for today. I got to get to sleep. Thank you very much. We have a lot more bills coming, some good bills, some bad bills. I'm going to do these short 10, 20, 30 minute podcasts. And we're going to have a few more guests on the show coming forward the next few weeks. Thank you very much. Check out libertyblock.com for more and have a great night and happy new year.